FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 170 of the podcast that goes snicked. I'm your host, Jason Venable, and I'm joined once again by our great friend from the Intracomics podcast, Dan. Dan Cole, how's it going? All good, all good. Oh, wow, I am... you're really hot, you said it. Okay, try again. I'm all good. <laughs> and now you sound better, too. <laughs> and, 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 super, and super loud, apparently. Um, so yeah, that's all good. No, I had I just had you up too high. I got you. I got you settled now. <laughs> so uh, here we are for another baby bonus episode for March, and the only thing we're going to talk about is all new Wolverine number six. In a wrap up, what I didn't even realize was called the Four Sisters storyline, um, <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> apparently that's what it's titled. And so we're going to talk about that and. Uh, Dan's been uh, giving us his thoughts kind of all along on the series, but this will be a good chance for us to kind of vocally catch up. And, you know, after we talk about this issue, we'll kind of get your overall feelings on the, the first arc from start to finish. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, so what we have here. Oh, I, I'm sorry. This is the startling conclusion of The Four Sisters. We'll see how much it startles. Um, <laughs> this is a course written by Tom Taylor. Uh, art by David Lopez and David Navarro. Unfortunately, David Lopez's last issue on this book. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I know, right? Um, actually, uh, he he put something very cryptic on Twitter a couple weeks ago, or yeah, give or take. Um, and I tweeted him like, "Well, you're not leaving, are you?" He's like, "Well, stay tuned." And then, sure enough, in the back of this issue, they talk about how uh, some other guy is going to be taken over. Some guy. Well, we'll talk about that at the end. But um. Yeah, so, uh, Colors by Nathan Fairbairn. VCs Corey Pettit does the letters. I'll give Denise's woohoo since she's not here. Um, production design by Manny Maderos. And then, of course, our cover by Bingle or Bingal, however, however you want to say it. Uh, Dan, what's on the cover? Well, apparently, even though I didn't know clones can be sisters, um, <laughs> there are the. <laughs> Uh, yes, the, the the they're the sassy clones and X twenty three, all bruised and battered, ready for action. That is it. One hell of a gun. One of them's holding. I, yeah. I actually thought the little one was holding it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it kind of does look that way. Like she's got but, the the Mac ten in one hand and the the heavy duty machine gun in the other hand. Like, I was like, what's the other sister? one behind doing? <laughs> but no, it's um, it's it's kind of like. I don't want to say classic Wolverine, but it has that sort of feel of we're backed up against the wall, bullet holes, blood, we're about to kill everyone. Right. Um, moment. Yeah. I, I still adore the slash marks in the Wolverine. Yeah. I just, I, I really do. It's so. a nice design. Yeah, and another another pretty good cover by Bengal with our, our titular four sisters uh, facing off against all kinds of stuff. So, Did you like this cover? I think it is possibly the weakest out of all of Bengal's yeah, probably. Uh, work. It's just after the ones we've just after the ones we've had, especially the sewer one and the one where she's jumping off the uh, yes. car. Oh, man. I feel like this one's a little ooh, I don't want to say it, but pedestrian. Um yeah. for want of a better word. It's good. It's just I'm not that bothered. 
it's kind of in the mm, right. Okay, yeah. Move along. And probably wouldn't be as bad if we hadn't already had the previous five awesome covers. But yeah, I, I agree. Following Bengal's previous output on this book is a little a little bit below that. So, but you know, you can't hit a grand slam every time, I guess. Very true. Or whatever, whatever you guys do in cricket. <laughs> Whatever the appropriate cricket analogy would be. <laughs> Even I don't know. So um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> send that in. The listeners can send that one in. Right, yeah. Someone can tweet at us. All right, so we basically have the climax of this whole Alchemex story. Uh, yeah, uh, basically, we start off in a bunker, and we have a car that someone drives up, and then uh, Captain... Uh, What's his name? Um, Mooney. 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 I just want to say idiot because a lot of people call me an idiot in this issue. So. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of thinking it's idiot, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Captain Idiot. Um, yeah, he gets shit on a lot in this issue. But somehow, so does he drive the car and then pass out at the last minute? or? Yeah, I think that's what they... Because... Um, He's all like fall on the floor, and then he's in. He seems to be like, oh yeah, I, I totally got away from them, totally. So he, he, um, that's how you drive cars, isn't it? Yeah. In the desert. You drive till you get there, and then you fall out the door. <laughs> Pretty much sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. So and apparently on the way he ate a bunch of cheeseburgers because he got a nice little uh, beer belly between this issue and the last issue. Denise said that he went from a. Uh, a well, tough guy to like a pro wrestler in his fifties. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how. Like, wasn't he like holding Arnie style, holding two guns and stuff? Right. Previously, like yeah. proper, full on, ready to kick ass, and <laughs> it's almost as if he's swollen up, like he's bruised so much. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it's all internal injuries. Okay. See, Dan, you you get a no prize for that. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I like how surprised the guy is because Mooney talks about his uh, misadventures and the guy's like, Wolverine and the Wasp? Like, that's some classic team-up. <laughs> it's, like, made front-page news before. <laughs> I think it's because they both came with W. That's why he was like, ah. but that doesn't happen that often. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Too much alliteration. Or, uh, no, consonants? Alliteration's vowels, <laughs> right? Yeah. I want my English teacher tweeting at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, he face palms. He's mad at Mooney. He gripes him out a little bit. And he's like, what? I escaped. And he's like, you didn't escape. You got hunted. And then right on cue, we switch the page. And uh, we have the four sisters in the desert with their battle mask on. And, well, technically, uh, it's free. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because what's-her-name died. Yes. Oh, yeah. But their battle masks, I forgot how kind of like creepy the yeah. little girls one is. It is. It's very like um, haunted kabuki doll looking. Mm-hmm. Like she's just going to come out of your TV screen. Right, and yeah. Take you out, take you down a well. <laughs> but man, they're, uh, they've just raided the Punisher's armory. They got all kinds of guns and armored vehicles and stuff. So they're going to attack the bunker. Um, but they're going to wait for nightfall. Obviously. Obviously. Um, so then what do they do, Dan? Well, even though they waited for nightfall, they kept the lights on the car, obviously, <laughs> letting the rest of the um, 
people in the bunker. So they they, they try their hardest to uh, use the element of surprise, which clearly doesn't work. And um, our now Tubby um, commander comes out with rocket launcher. Oh yeah. And boom, totally does it. Totally blows up the armored car. And then they're like, oh, there's no one in there. And of course, boom, shakalaka, they jump over the fire, and you have X-23 and her two clones slash sisters, one doing a proper Spider-Man jump. Yeah, mad. that was crazy. Like, full on, like, I know she's tiny, but... Oh, no, she's like a little bouncing ball. <laughs> and then um, Bologna, I keep trying to say Belladonna, Gambit's... Uh, oh, squeeze. see, I want to call her Bologna, so you're probably but, better. But, Baloney is a much better um, <laughs> word. Baloney like loses her rag um, when she sees Mooney, and um, or idiot in this case, and uh, runs right. after him. And he has gained weight again. Yeah, the, yeah. Look in the panel. <laughs> He's got like a kingpin belly now. Um, so he she goes and gets a head like, well, a bullet to the head and bullet to nearly every other part of her. Somehow, even though Wolverine and the little one are standing mere a meter less than a meter away. Uh, right behind her. Impact. Yeah. No bullets for them. And no. um Wolvie just pulls her away. Where Paul Paul Baloney is just now perished and on a slab. So yeah. What else does it go? How how does it continue, Jason? Well so then we go deep underground. Underground. Um and uh, they're gonna do an autopsy. These two, these two nice scientists. <laughs> and they're like, oh wait, we can't cut her hair. It comes off with the mask. And oh no, it's not baloney. It's Wolverine. We get a double snicked and a holy snicked. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what he said. <laughs> holy I do, snicked. I do, I do like guessing what they would say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And so, turns out that they did the old bait and switch. Even though that makes no sense with the previous page. That is what happened. Um, <laughs> and then one of those things where they tried so hard to bait the reader that they actually kind of didn't do it right. Anyway, so it's Wolverine and she's she's scaring the scientist and basically tells them that um, you're going to play along. I trust you all for some reason that you're you're the good scientist. So, you know, if you don't, we're going to upload all this stuff. You're going to help out. If you don't, then I'll come get you. And then she rips off part of the lab coat. I do love the fact that the female scientist is waving a A bone saw. Yeah. (laughs) And it's still spinning like... You would, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, you'd have to, I guess. Either that or just pee your pants. So, yeah, so Wolverine tells him that, hey, Alchemex is as good as gone, so you might as well s- do your best to save your own skin here. And then she sets off the fire alarm and walks out. Because that's what you need to do. Yeah. So then uh, we go back to the the main office, I guess, the the, the big boss office. And uh, the bald guy with the, the pink shirt knows that Wolverine's inside. Mooney has uh, lost a little bit of weight. <laughs> he's surprised because he's an idiot. <laughs> he must have done some Pilates on the way down. Yeah, the, yeah, he did something. <laughs> so the guards rush into the bunker. The door shuts down. And we have a nice Star Wars shh 
as the door closes. And then we see our other two girls walking up. Then the door opens back from the other side and Wolverine is taking everybody out. And then um, she tells them the plan that they have some scientists that are uploading all the secret information to S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, all the incriminating evidence. Uh, we see Maria Hill and she tells the girls to play nice. That, you know, take the guards out. But most of them are innocent at this evil company. So, you know, don't kill them. And they, they take the time because it's super important to the reader that we know who's who. So in the middle of this mission, they take the time to uh, re-switch their clothes so that everyone is in the proper uniform. Because, <laughs> you know, you have to. Yep. And then, uh, oh, Chandler. Uh, Chandler from Friends is the evil boss. Yes. Um, and so they split up. Wolverine is going after uh, Captain Mooney and Baloney and um, Gabby are going after uh, Chandler. It's, oh, it's the other way around. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. It's hard It's hard to tell because I always, I don't know what their names are. I feel like both of them are called Mooney and then both of them are called Chandler at the same time. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was reading the wrong speech bubble assigned to the wrong character. <laughs> yeah, so the two, the two sisters go after Mooney and uh, Wolverine goes after Chandler. And so where do we find Mooney? Well, down the red corridor, and we all know what red means. <laughs> the red light um, district, yeah. So the kid, the two nice little girls decide to lay some hardcore justice on Mooney, <laughs> and he is not having a good day. No. Um, <laughs> Baloney tells Cabby to walk around the corner, and we all know what that means. Right. Um, when you're a young child and you're told to walk around the corner, yeah, that's when you know your dad's going to shoot your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yes, uh, Baloney has possibly killed off-screen Mooney. They've never. all got eyes at the end of the name. It's just annoying. And um, all I say, a, all I have to say is, never trust an off-panel murder. No, never. They have a bit of a heart-to-heart and a bit of a hug. And then I really don't understand the size difference between them anymore because um, <laughs> it keeps slightly shifting in this issue. Right. And then they move on, and then we move on to to Chandler, who, since his friend days, has lost all his hair and got a white beard. Yeah. And um, <laughs> is the head of an evil organization. Right. And let's just say Wolverine is so unbelievably nonchalant about how she's going to just take this guy apart and injure him <laughs> in ways that would probably make him bleed out. Right. Um, she um, stops him from walking by using a ugh, disgusting toe <laughs> plate. It's all right, I still can't get over it. Right. It kind of freaks me out. Um, <laughs> and takes off his hamstrings. Though I'm sure his hamstrings are lower down than where the cut is. Yeah, she's more like right above the knee, it looks like. But... Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Lopez obviously knows right. more than I do. And then she um, walks up to him, all piss and vinegar, and is all like, yep. Yeah, I own you now. This is how it feels. You know, I've won. You're rubbish. I'll break your glasses with my horrible toe <laughs> claw. And then I'll just leave you there, cowering. We need uh, to get a nice close-up of the face. Yeah, that is a nice close-up of the face. Then Gabby sort of turns up. So, what are you doing? Nothing much. Uh, where's Baloney? She's gone. Just gone. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Um, and somehow, Wolverine trusts this little girl enough 
to leave her alone with her um, torturer and create him. So yeah, what happens next when Paul Gabby and well, I wanna, Paul Chandler have I want to talk about some posing real fast. So the, the scene where Gabby walks around the corner and Laura mm-hmm. has her foot on Chandler's shoulder slash face. Mm-hmm. Um, she pulls her leg up, but she pulls it up like to this like crane pose. So she doesn't yeah. pull her foot up. She pulls it back, which means that she would have sliced this poor guy in half. Yeah, I thought she was going to like kick him. <laughs> it does kind of look that way. <laughs> Look, Gabby. <laughs> you know, my youngest brother would tell you that one of my favorite things to do growing up, he used to lay on his uh he used to lay on his stomach and prop his head up to watch TV. Yeah. And I would uh, we're seven years apart, so I would come up behind him while he was laying there and I'd love to kick him like in the ribs. Uh, not hard, but just enough to like aggravate. <laughs> so this reminded me of that. Like like she's just about to like, you know, just give him a little kick to the appendix real fast. You know, just just for fun. <laughs> Harsh but fair. Right. So yeah, so she leaves in with Chandler. Then we find out that she has a middle bone claw in her hand. So do you think she has two foot claws? Oh, done. Not. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> That's a bit weird. But this is the first. Um, I mean, it makes sense. This is the first time we've seen any of the other sisters. With a claw, so I guess it's kind of a revelation, maybe. Um, mm. But yeah, so she pops one claw out of the middle of the back of her hand. So that would that would seem to indicate that either she has all three, like Wolverine, and she just popped one, or she only has one in her hand and the other two are somewhere else. Ooh, maybe she has a bum claw. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's how she got the scars over her eyes. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know. Up. I just assumed that was from the torture, but it could be. Anyway, she does the classic, I'm going to kill you, psych. And she stabs the floor right next to Chandler's face. He opens up one eyeball just to make sure he's not dead. (laughs) And then we get the weirdest thing where Gabby's like, bye, and skips off. Like, I literally hear, like, you know, whistling bluebirds as she, like, the only thing this panel's missing is some butterflies. So she finds Wolverine, and Wolverine smiles at her and says, we're going to get out of here. Take care of your nanites. Did you kill Chandler? No. (laughs) I wanted to. And to to clarify that she wanted to, she makes a fist. And Wolverine's like, but you didn't. Oh, where's uh, Baloney? Oh, she's gone. Okay, well, let's get out of here. And then we go to later. And Baloney is sat in what I can only describe as... The weirdest helicopter I've seen. <laughs> this ever. is GI Joe level helicopter. It's like a Cobra like, why vehicle. Have, why would you have? How many, why do you need that many propellers? <laughs> but yes. Anyway, inside the mad propeller helicopter, uh, Baloney's talking to some mysterious person. I, I want to stop you real fast, Dan. Before yes. we get there, through the rest of this story, and we had any indication of a mysterious kind of like benefactor or whatever mm, not that i can remember i can't i can't remember either okay go ahead yes so there's a mysterious benefactor who wanted all the information a well-planned revenge is always good and we find out it is drumroll people who don't know anything about x23 it's kimura yeah and uh kimura of course um if you remember um 
I think she was she was in the new X Men series, but really fleshed out in the X twenty three Target X miniseries. Yep. By the same team, uh, Kyle and Yost, and she was X twenty three's handler when she was part of the facility. I'd I'd say she she is X twenty she's Laura's saber tooth. Yes. Yeah. A very apt description. And so somehow, for some reason, she has engineered all of this. Like, she orchestrated the breakout from Alchemex to begin with. I'm assuming then, you know, remember way back in issue number one, Wolverine was trying to stop these guys because they were going around assassinating people. So I'm assuming she was pulling the strings on that. Um, mm-hmm. And now she uh, she wants uh, baloney back in exchange for her nanites. Pretty much. Yeah, so... Um, Let's talk about the art first. What do you think of the art? Or do you have anything right. else on that particular part of the story you wanted to say? I think this book so far has not been targeted at hardcore uh, X-23 fans. No. This book has been targeted at a sort of wider audience to sell itself. And it's done really well yes. being a book that connects itself to the uh, Marvel Universe with all of its guest stars and such forth. And I think they want the Doctor Doom sort of ending. Oh, God, it's Doctor Doom. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people are just going to be like, "Who? where's my fan? Let's go on wiki. <laughs> you know, and that's literally what a lot of people will be like. Right. If, who, who doesn't know anything? And they'll just be like, all right, okay. That's kind of, okay, so she's kind of like, well, you know, saber tooth to Laura, okay, fair enough. And I, I think they play, there's too much of a play of it, if that makes sense. Like, it's, it's too much of a, like, oh, a reveal. Yeah, um, that you weren't really looking for. <laughs> like, if that if that was, like, Dakin or something, then at least you could maybe get away with it. Yeah. But it just feels like, because it's only with issue one that has any sort of mystery to it. Right. On why these people are doing what they're doing. So there's nothing there for it to be, like, a mysterious benefactor. Right, I agree. It was it was a mystery we didn't know we wanted solved. <laughs> yep, and we're not going. I don't think we're going to get it solved in a little while. I think um, I'm okay if we don't. The, <laughs> not from the front, not from the front cover of the next issue, but I think I have a feeling we're going to have like a bit more of um, sort of establishing the relationship between Gabby and Laura because they're clearly going to be together. Yeah, I'm okay with while. that. Yeah, I think that could be interesting. And I think we're going to have a bit more of a relaxed... Because we start with a bang, so maybe we'll go... I have a feeling it's going to go with character instead. Yeah, probably so. Um, so I don't think we're going to see Kimura for a little while longer, if you know what I mean. So it feels right. a bit... Mm, I don't know. I, put, I might be wrong. Kimura might just turn up in the next issue and slap Laura silly, because <laughs> she is... She's got indestructible skin or something, hasn't she? She's yes. like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, she can't be cut or, or... She's like Luke Cage in a way, I guess. So, uh, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. But artistically, apart from some inconsistencies with Mooney's weight and <laughs> the height of certain characters, it's not Lopez's best work on the series. But it makes sense if he's... If, if he's leaving and it feels like, you know, he's got like, there's a, there's a backup artist as well. Right. And it makes sense why it's not as polished as the other issues. I think it's better than issue five. I feel issue like, five, I feel like Lopez like came out of the gate and hit like a super home run with issue one. 
Like the art in issue one was just top notch, amazing. And I feel like it stayed pretty steady. Then it kind of dipped a little bit, and this is a little bit back up, in my opinion. Um, it was a little bit cleaner, I thought, than the last issue. The inking wasn't quite as thick. I feel like, yeah, the inking is much better in this yeah. issue. And uh, overall, I mean, yeah, let's, let's talk about the arc Arc overall. I feel like Lopez had a really good first arc. Um, you know, we talked a lot about, and Denise and I have also talked a lot about, I really like his physical rendering of Laura, that she looks more like Wolverine. We both can kind of do without all the Angelina Jolie lip action, but um, that's kind of a small complaint. I thought the action was a lot cleaner this issue than the last couple, kind of more in line with the, the first couple of issues. So I feel like he ended in a pretty strong place. And um, overall, I'm a Lopez fan, so I, I enjoyed getting him for, for a while we got him. So so the next guy is some guy, and I, I don't recognize him just on name. It's uh, Marcio Takara. You know? I follow him um, on Instagram, actually. Oh, okay. um, he... He draws beautiful um, pictures of um, portraits of characters and stuff. I haven't seen any of his sequential art, okay. which obviously will be very different. Maybe not too different, but it's always different than just like a normal portrait style. Right, unless you're Greg Lamb, in which your sequential art is really just sequences of portraits. <laughs> yeah. What I think could be interesting or... Um, possibly bad is that he draws women kind of like typical comic booky women oh that's too bad um i hope but i you really never want know, wolverine to stay squatty <laughs> and athletic you never know because he does really the, the art that i've seen is really nice so okay, cool so hopefully fingers crossed it's decent enough like sort of it it feels like it might it's a it's a definite creative shift um, from Lopez, but I think he might carry on, especially if they keep the colorists and the inkers and sort of keep the visual sort I, of aesthetic of the book similar. Right. I hope they keep Fairbairn. He's done a really good job on this book. He really has. I think, I think, like you said, overall, the book visually has been strong. I think this issue for me was a bit more... Um, you're right, it is cleaner than issue five, and the inking is so much better, but I, I, I think they're just a tiny, like moments like the inconsistency and just the way that people right like their sizes are shifting and the <laughs> fact that the hamstring is not up near your knee at all <laughs> and, and stuff like that it's just it kind of like it doesn't pull me out of the story but i'm like mm, why 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 is gabby like teeny tiny and then almost the same height and then teeny tiny again in panel to panel but to be fair, it's still one of the most like consistent books Marvel are putting out visually. I agree. Yeah. If not, if not one of the better visual books. I I agree completely. It's been a definite highlight. It's been really, it's been really fun for me. You know, being on the podcast that goes nicked to have a Wolverine title back, kind of at the top of my list because it's it's been a little before this. It's been a little while since that had happened. You know, I. If you would have asked me in kind of the last couple of years I've been doing the podcast, what my true top 10 books were in any given moment, it would have been hard to consistently put a Wolverine title up there. And this has changed that. So I'm really happy for that, you know, and definitely helps the podcast, I think, <laughs> um, to have kind of a Wolverine title back up where it should be on my list. Because that's, you know, 
been one of my favorite characters and concepts to read about for a long time, and it's nice to see a really high-quality series again. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not a massive um, Logan fan, right. um, for want of a better word, and it's crazy that the Wolverine books, both of them, are um, in a higher standing than the normal X books. Right. Like, I, I, I sit there and I'm like... When it comes to like Marvel books, like I'm really enjoying Vision, uh, Miss Marvel, and Wolverine uh, is one of those ones where I'm like, I'll leave that to last because I want because I enjoy this. So because I always read in things that I think I'm not going to enjoy first. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I put my best, my anticipated best are always at the bottom of my stack. Exactly, and um, I'm just like, mm, she can go near the bottom because I usually have a good time with, and I would never say I'd have a good time with Wolverine. Before this series, so <laughs> that's a, a massive improvement. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I've uh, really been loving this series so far. Um, well, so does does it deliver on the cover? Was this a startling conclusion? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, it played pretty uh, standard, I thought. It was still good. I don't mean that as a, as a um, what's the opposite of a compliment? A, yeah. cu- a cut down. I don't mean that as a cut down, but it's not. I mean, it's not all that surprising what happens, but it still was entertaining, and that's that's the main thing. Yeah. What else you want to say about this before we before we grade it up? Well, I think Taylor has done a great job establishing sort of Laura in this new setting and this new yes. status quo, and I think the the first arc has really sold this new Wolverine. I've, I would like to believe that the skeptics have kind of got on board, like got on board with it as well. I hope so. Um, if not, they're missing out. Yeah, because it really is. Um, it surprised me at how it feels purposeful. It doesn't feel like a um, like a marketing gimmick or like th- those books. Okay, I'm going to say it. Uncanny Inhumans. Um, it doesn't feel like we're pushing them, so we have to put loads of books out, and none of them read very well. It feels like we made this decision, which is controversial in a way, and it's working. Kind of like four. Yeah. Uh, it's working. Or, or Sam as Cap. Right. Works. And I think this is another like testament to the creative team's sort of skill. I'm going, do you know what? She is Wolverine. And, and a pretty it. great Wolverine, too. Yeah. Yeah, just full stop. She is Wolverine, and I think it's just um, it's it's been a it's 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 been a great sort of six issues, and yeah, it's not the issue itself isn't very surprising. It has some great, to be honest, it has some great moments. The little conversation at the beginning where it's like Wolverine and the Wasp, and it just kind of made me <laughs> giggle. Yes, and 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 Gabby is just adorable. She is. Um, yeah, I, if we had to have this kind of play out the way it did, where one sister died, one kind of. He didn't really betray anybody, but kind of runs off and then one sticks around. I'm glad that Gabby's the one that sticks around. Yeah, because Moody McMoody, Baloney, <laughs> whatever her name is, um, is clearly going to get a comeuppance at some point. But yes. um, she, uh, yeah, I was I was on my last note. And, and let's be honest, the other one that died was basically a personality vacuum. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, other than that, I think. You know, Gabby could be a good sidekick. And it is in the tradition of Wolverine to have a yeah, young female. That's true. So, you know, it, it feels almost like destiny that it would happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah. 
you know, one thing that they didn't really talk about, it'd be interesting to see moving forward if, because Gabby doesn't have a healing factor. So using that claws got to be pretty damaging to that little hand. So we'll see if she continues to use it. And if they talk about the fact that it's not really good for her to pop it (laughs) 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 because it's not going to heal up, like close up right away. So, um, I hope they play with that some and not, don't just kind of sweep that under the rug and say, oh, just, you know, it's just a claw. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, because they went to great pain to kind of explain the difference of her not having the healing factor. So I hope that that kind of is not ignored going forward. Yeah, I, I do hope they don't just go, well, she's got a healing factor. Right. <laughs> or, you know, you know what's going to happen when some some kind of magic MacGuffin will happen when Laura fixes the nanites, it'll like somehow kick off a latent healing factor or something. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Well, any other thoughts on this? None other than I look forward to what's next. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. So what do you want to grade on in Wolverine number six out of six claws? I'm going to go with four. Okay. I think. All right, uh, Denise cannot join us. She also gives it four out of six claws. And um, I'm going to round this out with an even four out of six claws. Uh, I thought it was a pretty strong four, but it played a little bit too much by the numbers for me to bump it up to a five. But um, but it was still a very, a very solid ending um, to a nice first storyline. Um, and like I said, definitely leaves you kind of excited about what's going to come next. So, yeah, just a really solid four out of six claws. And I guess that's our, our unanimous ruling on the podcast that goes snicked. <laughs> All right, well, Dan, thank you so much for coming back on. Um, Thanks for having me. We'll continue to get your thoughts and uh, get you on the show when we can, because I really enjoy when you come on. So um, you have anything you want to plug? Of course, I was just on the most recent episode of your other podcast or your, your podcast, not your other one. This is the other one, <laughs> but, um, your, yeah. Inner comics podcast. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Inner comics podcast. It's just, um, free people. And sometimes Jason and a lot of other guests. Yes. Guest galore. Talking guest galore. It's just, we talk about what we consider our picks for the best or worst comics of the week, our covers, our favorite covers of the week, um, other books that we would like to talk about. Um, we usually hit up the news, but it's always boring film news, but <laughs> that undersells how amazing it is. And every month we pick a comic book, read it, and decide to talk about it. Um, there's loads of other stuff we do as well. We're basically just ad-lib for the most of it. There's, yes. there's a structure. It's just mainly chaos. And, yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great show. I guess my full endorsement... You know, with the baby, this is the first time I've ever gotten behind on you guys. So I look forward to kind of binging y'all next week and catching back up. Um, but yeah, I always love listening to the guys. They're really fun and and don't be too deterred by their the best and worst. They're never too snotty when they have worst picks. They're always pretty legit. So it's not just curmudgeon to be curmudgeon's sake. <laughs> they actually make good arguments about why stuff is enjoyable or not enjoyable. So... I definitely recommend giving them a listen. I think most people who listen to this show have heard them on here enough. You probably have hopefully already gone and started listening, but if for some reason you haven't, then uh, what are you waiting for? Do it. Exactly. Uh, what's y'all's uh, Twitter handle? 
Um, um, at Gizmo fifteen eleven eighty three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my Twitter. Yeah, and uh, it's at Intercomics Pod. Does it stop there? Yep, it's for y'all. Yep. Okay. I believe it is at Ingrams. I'm terrible at, pu- at promoting everything. I don't I'll, know. You I'll should ask the <laughs> It's it's at Inner Comics Pod. That's that's what it is. And you can find us on SoundCloud. In fact, if you just put Inner Comics Podcast in Google, you should find everything through that. Perfect. Like our website, where Jason's reviews are up. Um, fortunately for for um, Jason, he, his reviews are the things that are keeping the website going at this present time because everyone else is too lazy to do anything. Um, call it life. Um, getting in the way, but um, he has a child and he still gets to do reviews. Yeah, makes, yeah. Makes, makes us feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so just type into Google and you'll find everything you need to find. Sounds good, perfect. Well, uh, our usual stuff here. Uh, you can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at Snickcast. That's where all the fun goes down. I also post not just Wolverine stuff. I do a lot of panels from comics I'm reading just all over the place. So that's always fun. And um, I retweet a lot of Dan's intercomic stuff. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, email us snickcast uh, at yahoo.com and show notes and stuff are snickcast.podbean.com. And um, that's going to do it. So I don't know what will be. Oh, I do know what will be next. Next, we will uh, officially kick off the new Apocalypse War crossover for better or worse. And, uh, oh, dear. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens there but um anyway until next time again thank you very much dan and um hugs and snicks everybody bye 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 and snacked yay <laughs> stole that from jack <laughs> <laughs>